Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to In The Pockets. My name's Johnny and my name's Chris. <laughs> Did you cut out? Oh, you've gone. You've fucking gone. Oh, no. <laughs> we need to start again. <laughs> I went, oh, I, I said, my name's Johnny, and went over to you, and I took over with the background music. Oh, and then, no. And then it completely cut out. Why did it freeze? I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't think we should cut it. I think we should leave it. <laughs> yeah, well, if, if it's all in sync, then that's perfect. I hope so. Oh. And welcome to In The Pocket. My name's Johnny. And my name's Chris. Two totally average news anchors, I mean bass players, and we're here to talk all about that bass. As well as answering your questions at home, each week we take a look at the latest news. And that's and it. Then, then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'll break down some times all to give you the lowdown on the low end. Uh, if you hand them guests uh, from our very professional intro and our very professional attire... Um, today is a news special. It's been a good couple of weeks since we've done any news because we've been so guest heavy uh, and, you know, it takes up a lot of time. And we did the Ashdown special last week. So now it's a, it's a, it's a special omnibus uh, because now we're just doing news in this episode. And Chris, I might say it is jam-packed with news, breaking news uh, this week. So some Not, of this will there be... is no there is no breaking news this week. Everything we are about <laughs> everything we are talking about this week is at least three weeks old. Breaking news. <laughs> breaking <laughs> news. Uh, there's yeah, there's a lot to talk about. Um so I'm sure we'll jump straight out of it in a minute. Um I would prefer it on like the BBC if they would just like have a little chat before, you know. How, yeah, be how's, nice. your, how's your week been? Yeah, yeah. How's your week been, Jerry? I mean I don't know any. I mean, names. I don't know your thoughts on it, but it is a bit of a downer listening yeah. to the news usually should we, should we just do it from now on like way pump up the spirits get people going start th- like always end the news in a really great nice thing you know mm. you're like john well, krasinski that is, a, that is a thing apparently it's it's deliberate that the news ends on an uplifting story you always oh. notice that when you when you, if you watch like the six o'clock news the last thing is like kind of a I don't know. A nan knits a scarf the size of a tree. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> it's like, but then, but then everything up to that is kind of like murder, murder, death, murder. Yeah, sweeping politics. political statement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, ah, look at this. Nana's yeah. knitting shreddies. Oh, yeah. Not exactly. That's a very British advert reference there. Yeah. Um, if you're not British, that'll mean nothing to you. Straight over your heads. Um, full moon, half moon, total eclipse. Um. Right, where were we? Chris, how okay. has your um, bass playing week been? Have you recovered since our long road trip to Ashdown and beyond? Uh, just about, yeah. It was it was pretty good. Um, I did have a gig. I had, I've had i had a gig in the gap. 
a gig in the gap. I've had a gig in the gap since the trip and tonight when we've recorded the episode. Also, oh my God, I just realised. Um, we are technically in Halloween fancy dress right now. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. it is Halloween. It's Halloween right now. Oh my God. I might guess we might get some trick-or-treaters. If we do, I'll take the camera down and we'll go live. Yeah, I will do, I will right, do too. <laughs> do you want a base? <laughs> Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> but I yes, people uh, go as my, my week. Pardon? So that some people would go as influencers for Halloween. Probably. That's yeah. what I want to be. So you can go as you. Yeah, scary enough. I mean, as I showed you earlier today, you have got some influence now. You know, just heavy YouTube heavy hitter, they call me. Absolutely. Uh, yes, my week has been very good. I uh, I did my first gig with the new bass. Of course. And it was, very, it was very good. It's a very, um, it's a very playable bass, which is very nice because that's exactly why I bought it. <laughs> it's, that's the biggest backhanded compliment I've ever heard. It's, it's very playable. Mm. <laughs> what? It sounds so good. It's I've played it. I've heard it. It's great. Well, no, no, you know what I mean. Yes. I've, I, I meant like kind of like, you know, I, I played it for two 60-minute sets and there was no like, you know, there was no fatigue, basically. Yes. I could yes. go all night, quite literally. Um, although now it's got flats on it, which I'm very excited to mm. uh, mess around with. So I've taken, got- I've taken, well, no, no, no. I've, I've taken the flats off the go down. Mm. So these are nine-month-old flatworms already. And just put them straight onto the P base. Nine months old, is that it? Well, sorry, sorry, I, I can't afford to real, drop real 50, flats. 50 quid on. <laughs> real flats need to be worn in for like 20 years before they're any good. <laughs> um, I'm, listen, I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> what, what buy, buy the fucking strings when I was eight? <laughs> <laughs> they should be dragged behind a car before you can use them. Um, I, I did actually read um, a good way to speed up flat rounds is basically to like, Cover your hands in her spray, oh. and then just sm- just get her spray and her gel all over the strings. Leave them overnight, and then with like a uh, slightly damp towel, get the actual crap off them, and then they're all great and worn in. I am not willing to do that Sounds because awful. I feel like if you get it one, that's horrible. Two, I think you could run a chance of ruining the fretboard. And three, um, oh well, surely did I mention you did, I don't sure, want to do it. Surely you do that. Wait, you do that when the strings are on? Apparently. That sounds horrific, and I refuse yeah. to believe that that's any good. It's actually, it's actually Danny Sparko's fault. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. He's like, this is how you do it. I, I, everyone believes him. If you're watching, I, I want him as a guest. I really do. <laughs> I, need a, I need a fellow like Northerner on the, uh, I need a fellow Northerner on the podcast to talk about this. Oh no, I can't hear Bears. that. I can't hear that. We need then we'll get Matt back on to like bring know, the Southern yeah. back in. You know, top t- top five times. Lemmy fell through Stop a it. windscreen. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> the listeners can't handle it. Um, shall we Love talk it. about some? I've had some paper. I'd be rustling it. This is we not probably the- should. I never even asked you about your week. If you don't care, if you don't want to answer, it's fine. Um, sorry, my week has been good. I've not really done anything. I've uh, done a few videos and stuff. I'll talk about that a bit later, but that's it, really. No gigs. Got a gig on this Saturday, Ooh, uh, which should be good. Anywhere um, local? To me, uh, it's about an hour and a half. It's in Weymouth, which is a seaside town. Which is Where is Weymouth? Is that uh, more south of you? Yes. 
So I you will have there. no idea where it is. Um, I've been to Bournemouth. Is it near Bournemouth? Well, well no, I don't think okay. so. No. Okay. Or is it? I don't know. Um, but it's always, we've played there loads and it's always a really good gig. So looking forward oh, okay. to that. Well, I, I have found some paper, but it's laminated. It's not is really this... going to work. Well, I found a cardboard box. I found shoes shine sponge. So I'll okay, just... let's let's make do with these. On it, honestly, if you're if you're just listening to this, uh, screw you. Um, <laughs> me and jo- me and Johnny have put a lot, not a lot of money, but a lot of time and worry into making this look borderline yeah. acceptable. Zero money. Um, let's crack on with the news. Yes. Uh, if it looks like I'm kind of leaning over like this, it's because I'm getting to my laptop because I'm going to share my screen with you all so that you can see what I'm singing, singing, seeing, uh, and we can have a look at some lovely, lovely guitars. Um, let's start things off in the world of Sterling, shall we? They have Sterling. Sterling. No. Sterling. Sterling. Sterling bass. Sterling bass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, they have been hitting headlines recently uh, with two hot, hot new releases. Uh if I can share my screen on this bad boy now. Um, this one is, we're still going to start with the somewhat controversial one, I suppose. Oh, we'll do the crap one first. Okay. Oh, um, here, can you see my screen, Chris? Can you see uh, it? I'm about to. Hang on. Uh, I can see it. Oh, you can see cool. it. That's good. This is cool. There we go. So here we have, it's here, the Sterling by Music Man, Dark Ray. You might remember, uh, it was a couple of years ago, probably, they brought out uh, the the... I'm going to say it was called the Dark Two years ago, the original one, maybe. Let's. About that. They've done a new color recently. Um, but yeah, they, nice. they brought out the Dark Ray. It's essentially the Alpha Omega dark glass distortion pedal built into a Music Man Stingray. Well, now into they a have. It's shut up. Uh, now they have um, built kindly, ever so kindly, put it into a more, I've put this in quotes, affordable uh, housing. Uh, and making it in Indonesia under Sterling. So we have got a more, quotes again, affordable uh, version of the uh, Dark Ray. Um, we've spoken about this a little bit before. Um, it's not really our thing, no. this concept, putting effects in the bass. I like to have things on and off, you know, quite a lot. And for a quite an aggressive effect, like I, I don't know. I don't like the positioning of where it would be in the chain. I don't. It doesn't work for my style, and I, I think it's a bit gimmicky myself. Uh, it, it's cool to see those companies going together, and I think Dark Glass pioneer a lot of things in many ways. But this is not certainly something that I'm that interested in. I think when you hear it in context of people playing it, it's like, yeah, it sounds cool. It sounds good, but like. I don't really have any application for this. Uh, and you're probably just going to agree with me, Chris, aren't you? It's the same. Yeah, in short, in, in short, yes. Um, it is a cool concept. Uh, it looks really cool, by the way. I love oh, the yeah. aesthetic of the bass. And then it stops there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, ex- I'm exactly the same. I, I just, um, I, I just don't see a practical application for what I, I, I need for this bass. Um, because again, the main thing for me is it's like I was thinking if it's a gig, I feel like it's a bit too fiddly. Um, and you know, your hands are kind of doing something else while you're playing when you're playing a bass, really? which is why they invented 
pedals that live on the floor so you could use your feet um, multitasking. And even then I still get it wrong. Yeah. And then the main thing for me though is like, this removes the the ability or option to capture like a clean DI. Yeah. You know, oh, you know what they missed a trick with and they should have done like, this? Stereo output. Stereo jack. Stereo jack, yeah. They should have given the option where, and I, and I, I bet you you can mod it. There will be a way, surely, where... Um, a stereo jack would be great because what you could do then is if you're recording and you need a DI, more of an emergency than an actual creative decision, because it's always best to capture a DI, whether you're doing guitars and, or bass um, or drums, drum DI. Um, a stereo jack would... A stereo jack... Yeah, exactly. A, ste- a stereo jack is going to give you the ability to, like, separate the effect of the bass. Um from an actual clean signal. But then at the same time though, this give this, you know, we talk about committing to a tone quite yeah. a lot. Um, and is this really any different than basically committing to recording a bass through your pedal board? I mean, Not I really. guess that's, that's it, isn't it? Um, it's yeah. also got a three band preamp on board, I believe. Yes. I no, it's see. two band. Two band, is it? What's the I other knob for? I think, isn't it just bass and treble? Let's have a look, shall we? Yeah, uh, go on. Blah, 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 blah. A knob, knob change color. Yes, yes, yes. What have we got here? Controls. Yes, you're right. Two band preamp and then a volume volume gain blend. Blends, that's what I'm forgetting. Oh, it's I'm a blend. I'm glad it's okay. got a blend. So you probably get, you know, it's going to sound good. It's going to sound good, but it's just not for us. Um, do you know what else is not for us? Chris, would you like to uh, hazard a guess? Of how much this base costs? Um, isn't it like, isn't it like seventeen hundred pounds? It's eighteen hundred. Oh my god! <laughs> made in the USA. I mean, Indonesia. Uh, made yeah. in some bloke shed in yeah. Barnsley. It's well, then it would be like six grand. My god! Yeah, but you came um, in, wouldn't it? Base. Shut up. Um. Yeah, it's it's so much money. It's unforgivable. It's, that's it's, unforgivable. It's too much money, man. And you know it's dark glass being like just this used, you know, ramp up the cost big time. Uh not saying this for like a facetious reason, uh, but I just think that they they add a lot of value with their brand, you know, putting it in there and it's just way too much money. Like for because this is essentially just a pimped out um Ray 34, right? Same spec all around, so, yeah. apart from the electronics. Yeah. So if you were to look at that, they're like, what? I want to say 1,200 new nowadays. Is this really adding like 600 pounds more? Well, how much is it to buy an oh. Alpha Omega? Oh, Ultra. That's- Ultra. Oh no, but it won't be the ultra. This is the only game. This would, it'd just be the Omnicron. Yeah, yeah, because it's not even which is uh, like a what 180 quid pedal. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so that's basically you point. can buy a Ray 34 new, an Alpha Omega Omnicron new. Yeah, have have the function of blending between the Alpha and the Omega side, which mm. this can't do, um, and then. I have a bit more of a tone control, I guess. No, you know, we'll not say that because you have got the, the EQ on the bass. Yeah. Um, and still be cheaper. Yeah. 
It's wild. Yeah. It's wild. And it's just it's just a faddy gimmick, I think. And yeah, I it's want not, to, it's not for me. I want to see it no more. Yeah. If you've got no one more. and you like it, that's fine. Yeah. See a doctor. Anyway, move on. <laughs> um so uh going from complicated electronics on board to not complicated electronics on board. That was not bad at all not bad um we have i'm gonna be a bit um sluggish going between these transitions i don't think that i can make it smooth i was uh, going to ask are you able for the listeners at home are you not just able to like jump between tabs so that not let you do that well should we find out on the next one yes find out we'll find out um make sure you close any tabs you don't want people seeing Oh, don't worry. That's all hidden far away. I've got a whole other laptop and hard drive for that, so it's fine. Good lad. Oh, spoilers. Hello. Here we have the brand new, even newer. This is this news is even hotter and more breaking. Uh, the brand new Pete Wentz signature Stingray. Uh, this is, you know, the Full Life Boy bassist has had a signature model before in the Squire Precision Bass. If you remember the black and red one with the maple neck and like oh, the I do. logo. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and that, that came out at like such a perfect time when so many people listening to them at the time were growing up with them kind of thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it, it went down really well. And I think this one is going down really well as well. Um, we can see here Broasted maple neck, the duck loon inlay, so cool, in a Fiesta red with a gold and does pit guard. And then it also comes in black. Um, the electronics, let's talk about that. Like, it's passive, passive Stingray, uh, which is really cool. And the first sterling um, artist base, you know, like these are big things that Sterling are doing here. And I was super excited when uh, I first found out about this. I was like, yes, this is going to be amazing. Um, what do you, what do you think, man? Big fan, big fan of this. Um, yeah. I, I, I actually can't think of a bad thing to say about this. I do not mind that it's passive. I was a bit skeptical at first, but I saw your video on it and thought, uh, well, there's more than enough zing with every, with the tone on full more than enough. Um, have you still got it behind you there? I've still got it behind me. Um, Very nice. Go. So I have got the face we're talking about right here. Um, wow. Wow, look at that, as if it was planned. Um, yeah, I've just demoed this, um, and it's bloody good. Like, it's so good. Um, it's really, really, like you said, a lot of zing for... A passive bass, like, I, I want to know what it sounds like once the strings have died, but if I'm honest, I think it's still going to sound really mellow and but fat and, like, scoopy. Well, it sounded really, really good. Nice. It sounded really good when you got, when you rolled the tone down to, like, 50% all yeah. the way off. Still sounded really good. Yeah. Um, it looks the part. It, excuse me. It does that thing that I like with a signature instrument where you could... You could really not like Fall Out Boy still on this bass, and it wouldn't be weird. Yes, 100%. like it's not like it's not like he's put Fall Out Boy on the pit guard. <laughs> or yeah, like, wrote his name all over it. it. It's like it's it's really well done. It's like the the other example of that that brings to mind is like the um, the Mark Tremonti PRS guitar, which is like one of the highest selling models ever, and the only uh, reference to him is the truss rod cover that on the headstock yeah and you could unscrew that if you don't Take like it him 
Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's, well, it's more. It's it, at the end of the day. It, if if Pete Wentz makes a, designs a product that is, you don't have to be a Fallout Boy super fan to own. It is just going to result with more money in his pocket at the end of the day. And and I didn't realize how many people wanted a passive Stingray as well. I would uh, I would own a passive Stingray. Like the I comments. mean, I really really like the active controls on on my on my Stingray. I've got the free band Ray Thirty Four. Yeah, and I'm always messing with the treble and the mid range. Usually rolling one off and then boosting the other, and then the opposite. Literally from song to song. Yeah, it's like I really really enjoy it. However. I do long sets. Sometimes I forget to unplug Excuse my me? bass. Sets. Sorry. Wait. Wait. Um, I practice a lot at home. I am always paranoid about batteries. Batteries died in bases. Oh yeah, that's the worst thing about active bases. Like, yeah, even if it's just like a preamp dying, and then you've got like low out, lower output. Like, oh, and still also, the thought of it. Why? Why is there no low battery warning on active bass? Yeah. Why have I not got a little LED in the back of the bass? That lights up when it says you're running low now. You've really only probably yeah. got like a couple of hours left in it. Why I think, is that not a thing? I think there's, there should be a sound that comes out of the bass when you play it. And it's on low battery. Like you're playing with that sound, but be? it goes like if you did like a a bowl, it would go low battery. I would do low it in battery, tune. Low battery, low battery, low battery. Low battery. <laughs> yeah, I think you should do it in in tune with what you're playing. Low, um, low, <laughs> low battery. <laughs> low, uh, low. Because if you go in like drop G, low I was going to say the ding, the ding wall one just sounds like. <laughs> there should um, be a seriously. I really do think there should be a small LED that lives somewhere on the base that lights up to say like you are running low now. Yeah, and, and, and can't. But then again, maybe that would drain the battery. But yeah, then at the same time, it's a though. nine volt battery. It's a nine volt battery. That's not a little battery. No, come on! I, I definitely think that that there is a gap for things like that, like little maybe, tweaks. You know, maybe that's what the maybe that's what the dart ray is. People <laughs> don't realise the red light isn't the distortion. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just going. Your battery's really low. Your battery's really low. That's why it's all like fuzzy. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> all the preamps just contact. Brr, 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 dang, dang. Brr, brr, brr. <laughs> Makes it sound like the world's ending. Um, back to the Pete Wentz. Um, yes. Let's, in contrast to the dark grey, uh, talk about price. Um, yes, because they released a very expensive base, uh, and then a not so expensive base. Uh, Chris, how much do you think this base is? I did look and I forgot. Isn't it about seven hundred pounds? Less than six hundred and fifty dollars pounds. Uh, we it hasn't got a UK. It's about the uh, same now. Yeah, yeah. It's probably going to be around the same. So. 700 you're probably about right um it is Not more expensive than what like the original squire was but that is still a really really good price for a signature awesome looking roasted maple neck stingray with like essentially specs like a ray 34 yes but without but without the gubbins you know and, and really really good i'm really impressed um i don't really have a bad word to say about it either um so yeah, chuffed, chuffed, bloody Absolutely. chuffed. And, and we didn't talk about it, but both colours are really nice. Yes. I think I, I actually like the red more than... Oh, I do have a criticism. Go on. 
Um, am I right in saying that pit guard is a little bit of a plasticky gold color? Yes, yes. I, I said that in my review as well. That I wish yeah. it was kind of muted a little bit, a bit a like that Schecter. Kind of, yeah. yeah, like the Schecter yeah. that I had. It was, it's too like oh, it's too amber. It um, I have it has grown on me a lot on this base in particular. Um, okay. But when it's in certain lights, yeah, it really, like, really gets you. Right. Um, there was one. Oh, yes. The other thing I'm going to say about the price on this, I have to say props to Pete Wentz for wanting to keep that price low. Like with the Squire, his thought has always been like, I want people to go, to, I want it to be accessible to fans and younger players to inspire them to go and pick it up. And that's what an artist model is about. I really hope that the success of this base inspires more like it because I, and I'm sure you are too, sick of seeing these insanely expensive signature models that at the end of the day are just going to be for collectors, you know, and for people. Yeah, and I understand, like, there is a place for an expensive signature model, but I feel like that shouldn't be the norm. Like, I believe Matt Hafey from Trivium has a Gibson custom shop signature model now yeah but that's like all the way up there in terms of price and that's yeah. acceptable because i believe he's had an epiphone signature model for a very long time and it should be the same with base and i think it should be like a hard and fast rule where if you are a signature artist they should make you do um an indonesian made import kind of model you know that kind of squire epiphone that kind of thing you should have to do one of those and then like a full fat american and yeah. then, oh, you know what? I'm going to go one further. I'm going to be even meaner. Ooh. You've got, so let's pretend, now this is different for Pete Wentz, unless they have told him he has to do this. <laughs> um, so you have to do a Sterling model first, and you have to do a full world tour with it. Oh, interesting. On the you know, you've got to do a full touring cycle with that model. Yeah. Then, off the shelf. next album around, off the shelf, next album around, they'll release like a full fat American made. I think that should be the rule. It's a pretty fun idea. Pretty yeah. fun. Because like it's it. like a put your money where your mouth is. Like, um, I know more signature guitars than I do signature basses. It's like Jim Root from It's a bigger market, isn't it? I know. Well, yeah. Jim Jim Root from Slipknot has a has a really successful signature telecaster, which there's a Squire one, there's an Offender one. He said on several interviews they've had a tech problem where yeah. they can't get a guitar out, so they've ran to a local guitar shop, pulled one off the shelf, put new strings on it, and then gigged with it that night. Yeah. That, that's what you want. That's, that's what I would want as a consumer. And if I ever was lucky to get to a point where I was releasing a signature product, I would want it to be where it's like, I can just take one out of the box, give it a, a very basic setup, you know, new strings, action, truss rod, and then it, it can do a full run of shows. That's yeah. what I that's what I would want. I wouldn't want like um the Rex Brown Gibson Thunderbird comes with different pickups, I think, than what he actually uses, and the different bridge. So that's, right. that's a bit naughty. Brilliant. Yeah, because he doesn't yeah. want the stupid three-point bridge. Like nobody does. Exactly. They've just got a lot of them in the factory, probably. Yeah. Um speaking of things that I as a consumer want, Chris. Oh god. It's this. <laughs> is it? Is it? Oh, no, it's not. How long do we have? How long do we have to talk about this one? <laughs> not very long. Um, this okay. is 
We've got some new releases uh, from Harley Benton. They were one of the kind of show-stopping uh, stalls at um, the Guitar Summit. That's how long ago we're talking in terms of news. Um, they brought along this uh, seven-string uh, pace that we've got here. I didn't quite know what it's inspired by. It looks like a PV Circus type thing, uh, or it could be a There's BTB. An there is an Ibanez that looks like this. Yeah, it's a BTB. I just remembered. That one. Yeah, there um, we go. That's why it's called the BZ 7002 NT. The Butterbo. Um, yeah, this is a seven string bass with active preamp, and it makes the pickups look so small. Look at these small <laughs> They're so thin. Um, beautiful wood, it must be said. Like, that is very true. Can't astonishing. argue. Astonishing. Can't argue with that. Do you know what it is tuned to? Oh, uh, I assume it is going to be B to C. So it's just an additional... Oh, wait, no. Is this... No, because that's no, a it's a seven. It's a seven. Yes, you're yeah. right. Uh, Do we go luxury. one higher? Do we go a, a C up to uh, an F? There's there's people shouting at us right now. But I... It's, it's, an, it's an F, surely. It must be an F. It's not going to go... Or I'd even lower because it's, it. it stays up in fourth, so it's B E A D G C F. F. Yeah. Well, that's. Does it say the string? Is that seven? Is that six? Am I miscounted? Stock strings. No, that is yes. seven. Yeah, yeah. Look, the stock strings are one thirty gauge, so that is hundred percent going to do. Going to be a B. Uh, yeah, it's not going to be any lower than that. Well, one thirty. So yes, we've solved it. We've nailed it. Excellent. And what's the highest string? A 17? Seven. That says? No. Well, that says one seventeen. Seven. Oh, actually, no, it might be right. 17, 17. yeah. Because 40, 45. Yeah, could be. I don't know. I don't, I don't know my six string and seven string gauges. Sorry, Not even do I. Someone is screaming at us right now. Yes, 100%. But if, you know, seven strings isn't your thing, uh, then they've also got a four string version, which looks tiny in comparison. <laughs> Look they've at got that a neck. ukulele. Yeah. Look at that! It looks so small. Uh, I think this suits a five-string. It's a bit of a shame they don't have it in a five-string. I think because I think that's what it kind of suits. But I know that they're you know, going after another product and want to go after that. Um, prices, uh, you know, it's Harley Benton. These are going to be pretty darn cheap. Um, I'm going to check the price of the seven-string. Seven-string is five hundred twenty-five. Not and, bad. No, not bad at all. And the price of the four-string is. 398 so not you know, not bad at all to be honest for an active no. base yeah it's not, you know what i think the seven is ridiculous it's not for me at all um but that four looks all right it looks yeah. okay yeah the yeah. horn is a bit long for me which yeah. is not something i find myself saying too often oi oi no i it's not for me i like i said a five string i can maybe stretch to because it's a bit wider looks a bit more to scale maybe with it but who knows? Uh, speaking yeah. of things that aren't to scale, um, the next one is a short scale. Chris, you have now played one more short scale in your life. Uh, I have. Are you, are you converted? No. Uh, maybe you'll be it converted was good, by though. this. It was good, though. I, I, if I could buy, I've said this so many times now, if I could have bought three bases oh. from Bass Bros, yes. that would have been the third one. Uh, and the Mikey Way jazz bass? Number two. Yes. Nice. Number um, four would have been the uh, flea base. Not even close. Uh, <laughs> it would that was the worst one. Um, which is funny because everyone told me I should have bought that one. I'm like, yeah, everyone was loving played, it. 
horribly. It's not good. I didn't like it at all. No, the uh, Nate Mendel for the Nate Mendel yes. was fantastic. Uh, I just already own a base with quarter pounders, yeah. and I already own a black and red base. Yeah, it's going to run down a little like, bit. Yeah, I think you made the but, right but nonetheless, short scale, very cool. I I will get one eventually. Yes, maybe it will be this one because now Probably Guild not. have announced the limited uh, Starfire base, base two. Stop it in black. Um, the only news here is that this one is in black. Um, it, they've done it in other colors before. You can't see it in this picture, but it's actually got like a cream binding on Ooh. it, which looks, look, you can see it there. Bit of a cheap looking picture, but like the others look amazing. Oh, it it's, does look good. It's exactly the kind of look I would want. If only, actually, if only the back of the neck and the sides in the back were like a mahogany Ooh. color, like not black. That's my am dream. I, am I correct in saying that you were the biggest fan of your guild starfire so i got that wrong no no you're you're correct so the guilds i thought was good um i just didn't fall in love with it to be honest i really liked the one that i played at the at the birmingham guitar show i went to and i wish i'd bought that one um but i waited on it and well i didn't i bought the same one but flats on it i don't maybe they didn't suit it so well but i just didn't gel with it in the end okay uh it's fair enough i was like "Eh, this isn't really giving me anything that i don't have because I already yeah no I, I, it wasn't for me. However, I would love one of these because it's got these uh, the bisonic uh, wide open humbuckers uh, and I think those pickups are awesome. They're really really cool sounding. Um, however, I was a bit disappointed with this. I'm going to hide the price. You know, they probably just read it. I um, already knew <laughs> uh, because I, actu- I, saw I actually this, for the first time did research. Oh wow, we well when I, I know, saw right. This, um, I also love that the pickups are called the BS1. BS1. They're just full of BS. Um, I definitely feel like this let me down a little bit because I was like, oh, it's Guild Starfire. Maybe it's going to be affordable, like the Guild Starfire 1. I don't really understand their namings of things. But this one is about $1,500. So, yeah, it's, it's not really in the price point of what i would be looking to spend on something like this i say it's, it's too niche yeah yeah um but it's still it's not an outrageous price some of these go for way more so it is okay. good um but and i have no doubt that it's a good base but uh yeah so i would have liked to have had one but no i can't justify it at that price just a couple of totally average and totally uh not big salaried base player i'll say that can't Me afford too. all these bases. Wow, wow, wow. Um, shall we move on to... Oh no, we've still got... <laughs> we're not even halfway God. through our news yet. Not even halfway through. We're going to have to speed through some of these. We are um, really going to have to power through. I mean, but to be <laughs> fair though, there are a few things that are coming up that are a bit like... Yeah, it's yeah. good. Next. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably going to be the next one. Uh, because we have got some new things from Spectre. This is an easy one. They have brought out some, just some new colors, just some new colors of their uh, Euro range, the four and the five, the four being a PJ base, the five being two single coils. They brought it out in this gold, a metallic gold, which is really cool. Um, I love gold. I love gold. Yes, this is gold fingers base for sure. Gold um, member. What did I say? Gold finger. Oh, yeah, you, you, said the, you, you said the actual oh, one. God damn God. it. 
Uh, cool, this. This is cool. Yeah, very, very cool. Um, uh, I think the other one's better in person the, as well, probably. The other one is nicer, I think. Oh, you like the blue one better? I prefer the blue. Uh, me liking the blue. I like the blue. The blue is cool. I've very, a very reasonably priced two thousand <laughs> yeah lovely <laughs> we'll we'll take two please yes we um, will well i think that's kind of that one covered yeah absolutely do you, like, uh, do you do you have a preference gold or blue i i like the gold myself okay. yeah uh, and i like the five string i think they just look so good um, i would like to try a reverse pj uh, i'm yet to try one so i actually tried a reverse pj spectre the other day that's weird isn't it did you know? Yes. Um, and I didn't like it. Um, oh, I, really? I, well, uh, that's one context. of my... Own, I just played it in a guitar shop, that one. Oh, okay. But um, I've played a couple of reverse BJs before, and it's one of my unpopular bass opinions. Don't like them. I just think it doesn't... I want... Like, I'm predominantly playing on the E and the A, so I want those to sound... As you... Like, so As you, well, should be, really. Yeah, I don't... How dare you? I might as well have a two-string bass. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't want... I don't like this. I Just don't prefer it, Chris, okay? okay. I don't need to okay. justify myself. I just don't like it. Fair enough. Um, but what I do like is this. Um, this is a new uh, Fender Special Run Gretsch Electromatic Junior Jet 2. Um, they brought out some new colours of the short-scale... Uh, base last year, I think, and like shell pink and a couple of other bursts. And now they've won up to again by bringing it out in a uh, a special run. It's not the G two 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 zero. It's now the G two 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 nine B. Wow! So it's in someone's this... been uh, someone's been talking to Ibanez about yeah. their product names. Oh God's sake! So now we can see it's got this ocean turquoise. The um, I guess I think it's a cream pickup. Outside, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This taut pitguard block inlays, and this mahogany neck. I love this. I think this is really cool. Um, you have played one of these? Question mark. I have played a Gret short scale. I I think it's this. It is. It's they don't do it's, any others. Uh, how do you know? And I don't. Because I have seen a picture of you or video of you playing it. And then oh, is like, that what it was then? It was black. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm fr- it's by friend Jacks. Uh, I really liked it. Really liked yeah. it. Uh, and yeah. I'm assuming if this isn't good as that, um, it's cool. But yeah. that's all really... I think I would rather just have it in black, though, personally. But Fair enough. This it's is, a nice colour. It is a nice colour. This is the one for me. I, I love this neck. Like, the others have got maple. And like, that headstock, it's so nice. Like... It's just Back that of the net look good as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Like uh, the others got maple. This one's a bit fancier. It's a bit more expensive, but not actually that much more expensive. It's only like what forty, sixty quid more expensive. So I think that's really, really good for a, a limited edition one that they do. Um, I said Fender special one because Gretsch are owned by Fender. Um, interesting that they're calling it. Oh, because it's an FSR. FSR, yeah, Fender special run. Um, so I assume that they won't have this forever, but there we go. Um, yeah, cool. Big fan. Really like this. Um, next up, let's talk about strings, baby. 
Right, here we go. Oh, gosh, go away. So uh, Dunlop have brought out some new strings. If you didn't know, uh, this is the most exciting news, but I thought we'd cover it because someone out there would be interested. Uh, these are the new dual dynamic hybrid nickel bass strings. So these are essentially what they're saying are the mix between nickel strings and stainless steel. So stainless steel classically gives you a bit more bite and mid-range. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And nickel are a bit more, not subdued, but like a bit more low end and they focus on that realm of it. So these are set to bring you the best of both with this layer of twin alloy based strings um these are great uh, i love the idea behind that and like hybrid nickel strings i don't think that's anything new i think some other companies have done things like this before are the hybrid strings from early ball this same thing i think it, i i think it's an early ball thing or, yeah. or at least early ball have done this before yes uh good to have some different competitors in the market yeah I don't true, think, very I true. don't think they come in that many sizes though there's a four string and a five string version but just 105s to 45s which it will be the most people well covered. there's a oh oh no that goes that's 45 to 125 125 Ooh, yeah interesting okay oh, yeah i would have liked to 130 or one yeah i mean i, I i'd like a 135 personally yeah i was, yeah, I'd, I was i've never i've i very rarely get along with a normal five string I'd, so it might be bad technique on my end. It might be the fact that I've got a ding wall so I can just uh, punch the living crap <laughs> out of the law B and it's fine because they've just given me a good five extra inches. Wink, wink. Yeah, absolutely. Well, like, we can't all have a ding wall though, Chris, can we? Um, I think the, it would be cool to have some better ones, or some better ones, some uh, slightly thicker ones for more people because there's this is only yeah, some like players. A 40, yeah like a 45 to 110 a 45 yeah. to one one at least a 45 to 130 yeah um, a lot of bass players like a 100 as well yeah yeah i'm i'm i dibble dabble my dibble dabble my toe i said i dabble <laughs> my dibble in a 100 from time to time i dibble my toe you know that's what i do um johnny dabble they call me um mm. Uh, yeah, I expect if they do well, they'll bring out more sizes for sure. But yeah, cool. I've, I've actually got some of these on my oh. FGN at the minute because um, they sent me some to check out. And, and I thought that is a very bright bass. Yes, yes. Very, and very bright bass. Yeah. Well, and the, there's thanks to these new Dunlop String Lab dual dynamic strings. 
Um, and yeah, they're, they're really good. I, I think they are good. So yes, props to you, Dunlop. You've done it good. Um, well, let us... until, uh, until Dunlop send me some, I will continue saying very nice things about Diodario Strings, who have, <laughs> who have never sent me any either. But <laughs> the, like, say, to the, apart, apart from where, and God. No, I only have Diodario Strings, I've just realised. Wow, exclusive. Yeah, well, yeah, do I? I? Yeah. Sure, I don't. I, I've, I've only ever used them on the guitar, I've only ever used them on bass. I In mean, the pocket, sponsored by... We should, start, we should start, um, not the first person to do this, we should start lying and pretending that we're, like, sponsored by um, various bass companies. Yes, yes. I think, we, just... should start, I think we should start doing that. Who, who, yes. who, should, who should we start with? Uh, um, it should be a brand that we have just, like, never spoken about on the podcast. No, it, needs to be, it, it should be Dark Glass. In the Pocket, sponsored by Hartkey. <laughs> Oh, God, no. I like Harkey, man. Nothing wrong with Harkey, oh, then. Nothing, nothing wrong with Harkey, oh. Sponsored by... We've, we never talk about Laney. Yeah, don't mind Laney. You had a you had a Laney Digbeth. I did, I did. It was good fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, should we also talk about another amp company that is good yeah. fun? Ooh, yeah, let's. Um, that is Ashdown, our, our hey. friendly folk over Ashdown. Well, hey. Sponsored by Ashdown. No, we're not. Sponsored by Ashdown. Um, it kind if, of is. If you, if you looked at our Instagram, it's, it looks like it. <laughs> um, it's just content. Our, okay. mine, and, mine and your Instagram right now is literally that bit in Wayne's world where they do the joke about sponsorships. It's just everywhere. Yeah. Like, we're just covered in it. Smothered. Absolutely. The drip. Um, so I'm going to start things off with the CTM-15. This is a, they kind of relaunched this amp. It is a 15 watt, tiny little tube amp uh, that is meant to be one that you use at home. You know, like uh, you might think, oh, 15 watts, that's not much. But for tube amp, it's pretty good. And it is loud. We have heard this at volume at Ashdown. It loud, okay? Uh, it, it loud. Loud it, noun. Yeah. Louds. Exactly. Uh, we've got simple controls, just game, bass, middle, treble, and a volume. Classic VU meter on there. It is tiny, this thing. It does weigh quite a lot, um, but for a valve amp for studio sessions, 600 quid. It's pretty good, actually. For a I really don't amp. think you can beat this. It's the, really, it, it was really good. Really yeah, good. It was, it was my, uh, like, out of the amps that we tried there that day, it was definitely up there as one of my favourites. Like there it was, was my one. second favourite thing yes, we tried it is, there. It is mine as well. Uh, the yes. other thing they we have coming out. No, I think they've spoken about it, but we, we shan't on their behalf. No. I'm sure it will be another news thing coming soon. Um, yes, this is, this is a very good app. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed. Um, shall we? We've got quite a few Ashdown things here. Let's move we on have. to... So the next one, another thing we tried, and uh, one that you were, you were a big fan of. Um, here we have the Ashdown Triple Shot. This is not a new product. Uh, it is just in a new look and feel to kind of match the rest of the range. <laughs> it was looking a bit... Uh, it, was, it, it was a good casing before, but now it definitely looks a bit more professional and looks even nicer. Um, this is an awesome pedal. Uh, Chris, do you want to... Explain what this pedal does, essentially. I'll, I'll give it a go. Mm. Uh, essentially, the triple shot is, am I right in saying it is 
essentially like a bit of like a parametric EQ distortion pedal where you essentially have independent control over the volume and gain mm. uh, on the bass mid and treble. It's not a it's it's not a new concept. You know, obviously the um certain company that we talk about very often have a very popular pedal that does this. But this is I would say slightly different in terms of it's a lot more simple to operate because you have really got this is the bass, how loud do you want it? This is the middle, how loud do you want it? This is the treble, how loud do you want it? And then you've got the actual gain part of it. But this is a cool pedal. I I I enjoyed this. We the sound we got on that little demo we did with my ding wall was like that kind of we we kind of for a laugh did the ding wall thing, didn't we? And kind yeah. of put loads of drive on and made it really scooped and you know, kept the low end relatively clean, but super overdriven on the higher ends and higher end, sorry. And uh, it was it was a really good pedal. I really, I really, really enjoyed it. If anything, it's too, it's, you can go too far with it, I think, because there was more than enough gain. Um, oh, yeah. I actually thought we should turn it down a little bit, but it was really good tonight. I, I like yeah. this pedal. I think it's really good. It does the, it does the dark glass thing really well because that's kind of just an easy way to describe it i'd say but yeah it's rock solid it doesn't break the bank for pricing this with a compressor in front of it would be mega yeah whoa nelly um so i think this pedal is amazing for how adaptable it is like with especially just because i'm you know like you just said not having much drive on the low at all and then really sculpting it uh, based on these four controls down here, being the light and medium, and then how much drive you've got on each. Um, for my Foo Fighters tribute, um, I gigged this pedal recently, um, and with a P bass, man, this oh. pedal sounds so good. It sounds so good. When you can really drive the mid-range that you're getting through from the P, it sounds awesome. If you want some of the more of that modern tone, then you can drive in some of the some of the roast on the light side of it on the high end. And yeah, it's it's really good. Whatever bass you're putting in front of it, it sounds great. And it doesn't just like suckle the character out and go, this is the sound of this pedal. It is like an accentuated version of what you're playing. So I think it's really, really great. Um, I will move on to another pedal now uh, from Ashdown, the last one. Um, oh, sorry, I should have said that pedal was 200 pounds. Which is um, not, ba not bad at all for what it is. No. No, no, no. I I think that's a good price. Um, now we've got Ashdown uh, dipping their toes back into the DI world with the new Ashdown Pro DI. Uh, for £300, this is a, yeah, all-in-one pedal. We've got drive. We've got uh, the, all the classic things on Ashdown. You want there, your bass, low, mid, middle, high, mid. It's a bit confusing to look at this one. I do think a little bit when the controls are kind of all over the place. Um, a shape button as well, which is really nice. A direct line mix control, uh, cool. padding for active and passive bases. Yeah, it does everything that you want a um, preamp to do, I suppose, uh, with a separate drive section as well for that kind of tubey drive. Um, I have got one of these with me now. I've only plugged it in once to make sure it makes some sounds before giving it a proper demo. I haven't properly dived into it yet. Uh, so I can't really comment yet on the sound of this because I'm not too sure. I just did it direct. Um, and yeah, I want to put it in front of some some cabs and uh, some amps because that's how I like to use these types of products. But yeah, cool, man. Cool. 
Um, have you heard any of this one at all? Or? No, no, no. We didn't. We this is one of the very few things that we didn't get to mess around with on the Ashstone trip, and then uh, uh, I ended up messing around with. Well, expressed a bit more interest in messing around with the ant over the mm. Pro Di. Um, so no, I mean, I understand what it does. I think it's one of them where it's probably like you might not plug it in and go, "Oh my god, this is amazing." Yeah, but it's it, it's like a rock. It's, I get the impression it's like a pretty rock solid di. Like you know, you could have a you could have a pretty simple. I mean, the only thing this doesn't do is compress. That's like the only thing. I, I mean, am I right in saying there's no compressor on this? Is the no compressor? No, it seems to do everything else. Yeah, uh, but Which literally, is surprising, you, really. Yeah, but I feel Ashdown like if you often have them built into amps. Yeah, maybe they just chose not to on this for this example. But I feel like as a very small pedal board with like a tuner, a compressor, and then that really, I mean, I easily do a working gig with just that pedal. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it is £300, which I think is quite a lot of money. I think um, that's on the higher end for a, a, a uh, but then again, how much is everything else in this space? So that you're so thinking the MSR DI, yeah, well, that's like a hundred, what, hundred and eighty quid, right? Okay, uh, Sansamp, they're about two twenty, I think. Um, well, okay, so yeah. this kind of price range, you're looking at what the Origin Effects base rigs, the new Ampeg one, although they're, they're maybe a little bit over that. They might be. Like I think, are they more than that? Are they closer they to might... like the four hundred range? And I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. that Ampeg one's like five hundred quid, isn't it? Oh, and you're right. I've always because I thought the Ampeg one was kind of in the same price as those big dark glass ones, you know, like no. the Adam and the Photon. Uh, so the Ampeg one is three hundred and eighty pounds. So yeah, so it is more than this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that has cab sims as well. Yes, yes, and, and that's the thing. And a compressor. Yes, uh, that's that's the thing. I think the and it's shiny. <laughs> um, I think. This looks great, and it sounds it sounds good. But I would like I would like cab sim, for instance, like or oh, the ability to have that and turn it on and off. Because I think for a DI, if I'm going to be straight DIing, I kind of want that option now. It's yeah, cool. I don't know. Oh, you know, I uh, I just got back a recording that I did re- really recently. It's the thing I sent you, Johnny. Um, and this is where I find out if you listen to it or not. Yes. Okay, there we go. Great. Um, but that, <laughs> but the tone on that is, I'm very happy with it. And that, that was a oh, DI. Sorry, is this you playing the one, the, the video? The video? Yes, I have watched that. Yes, I listened to it in around like a raving for, lunatic. For, for best audio. Oh. Um, yeah, so, so I'm, I'm back and no, forth. No capsim, no capsim on that. That's, no, that's, that's the SVT in the Quad Cortex. With no cab sim, really straight into the desk. Oh, I think naughty. I think that playing style affects that quite a lot because, like, if you're playing like pick and labyrinths, like the stuff that oh, I do, loop drive like, and stuff. Yeah, you need a cab sim. Yeah, like for me, the stuff that I do, like, it just never sounds good. Yeah, I but do. Like, clean, however, clean wedding tone, whatever. This is more than fine. Yeah. I, I could, I could do a wedding gig with this very comfortably, but I but, think, that, but not everyone would want to. I appreciate that. Um, with DI tones, I have done not one eighty. Let's say a ninety because I'm still I'm still on the fence. Um, I've been really, really enjoying DI tones recently. I just like pl- like the Pete Wentz bass, just plugged it in, yeah, played it on the DI, and I was like, 
It sounds great. Like so much fun. It, I think it works really well because it, it it separates the bass from the bass from uh, from the guitar so much because all of a sudden you've got this clean tone with its own sort of like mid-range focus, which is separate to the guitars. But, for example, that would sound great on like a corporate gig. However, for say something like like my band, like Dala, I want a distorted tone with like a cab sim. If anything, I was looking looking into how uh, What's-His-Face from Spirit Box does his bass tones. And they actually use a guitar cab sim. Right. on the upper mid-range. And it's yeah. the same IR response that Mike Stringer, the guitarist, uses. So the whole point is the distort, the distorted part of the bass signal is sort of a continuation of the guitar tone. So it all sits together really nicely, which I think is a really cool idea. Yeah, I, I, try lo- I, love that. That, I love that way of thinking when it comes yeah. to things like that. Like so you get this big wall together. of frequency response. But... Um, but yes, uh, for stuff that's a bit more gentle, I, I can live without a cab sim, absolutely. The gentle, my favourite. The gentle, the gentleman. The um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, let's <laughs> move on to uh, another Amber company. Um, here, Ampeg. Hello. Ooh. I've brought out some new stuff. Also, can I just say, is this Ampeg's website? This looks, yes. This looks horrific. This is Ampeg's website. What are they doing? God, what is this? Is this Tech 21? Jesus. <laughs> oh, we'll get on to that in a minute. Um, yeah, we'll get on to my, that. I have, I have good things to say about this, but anyway, please begin. Yes. Um, so the Ampeg Adventure series, we've got brand new, three new heads and one, two, five new cabs um, that we've got here. I aim to be kind of a, oh, my Siri. Siri is now not able to do things. No, I didn't ask for you. You're called Ampeg. <laughs> Believe it, that did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really cool. They're basically trying to do SVT on a budget, I think. Like it's uh, that yeah. mid-price point class D amps uh, that kind of give you a bit of everything. Really, really competitive market. Uh, and yeah, I'm very like, now, uh, very class D, anywhere from five to a thousand watts. Yeah. Yeah, big competitive market. Yeah. Now. Everyone, and pretty much everyone's got a big player in the game now. Exactly. So they really needed to uh, to do some to make some moves. With. Oh look, there's one of those guild bases in the background. That's cool. Oh isn't wow, it? that's wow. great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so cool. let's go through our lineup here. Uh, we have got a 1200 watt version, 700 watt version, and a 300 watt version of the same head. I believe they're quite similar in terms of spec. Um, I think they're exactly the same. They're yeah, just, just, uh, just volume, just different wattage. Um, very, very cool. We've got foot switchable overdrive with these, the classic ultra high and ultra low, uh, as well as a three band preamp. Yeah. It's like a, uh, class D SVT. There we go. Yeah. Compression as well. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. All built in. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, I think if I remember correctly, there's a cab sim as well. Oh, is there? I think there is. D- just double check. Cause I, I looked into this earlier today and, or is it the style of overdrive? I think there's something where it swaps between like SVT style and B15 styles. It's what it says here, the overdrive yeah. circuit with right, those two okay. voices. I mean, so let's be honest, you'd put that on the SVT because it's the SVT. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You go, oh, this sounds good. And then you change it over to the yeah. other one. You're like, oh no, this sounds good. 
Yeah. Oh, um, oh wait. Hang on. If I, you're, wait, you're telling me if I click this switch, it immediately sounds like every good bass tone ever. <laughs> yes, Because please. that's what they all used. Yeah. Um, onto the cabs. Very clean looking, by the way. We've got this 410 classic. Yeah. A 212. The Ampeg 212. Very good. A uh, 210, which looks weird. It looks like it's on. It's just been knocked over. Oh yeah! Oh, that's nothing like my two ten. My no. two ten. Yeah, I guess you could have it up right with the logo the other way round. But I yeah, know, I mean, that, I'd, that's I'd, how I'd have a two ten. I prefer mine because it's like tall and narrow. Yeah, boards. Wink, you wink, wink. But you, I would say you are going to get more low end from that cab than mine mm. because you've got both speakers on the floor. Interesting. I might try that at my gig. Oh. I might put the amp on its side and see what it does. And then get another one and stack that on top. Yeah, then bring my 410 and complete. Yes. Oh, I, have, no. I mean, I've I mean, I, I, I've got my 410 and my 610 like next to me. I don't think I've got enough power to power them. You though. have a 610? No, I have a 410 and a 210. So oh, a 610. sorry. Sorry. Yes. <clears throat> sorry. Just strap yeah. them together. Done. No, I don't have a 610. I, the, I would not be allowed a 610. I'm trying that to downsize. If anything, I'm, like guy, I'm that guy who's always going, do we, do we need an amp? Do we have to bring it? Do we have to? Oh, my back. Oh, really? One more trip to the car? <laughs> really? Do um, I look like a drummer? Wish you were. It wouldn't be on this podcast. I, I wish um, I was. Sorry. We've got a 115 cab, yeah, cool, cool. classic, and then a 112 as well, which is oh, interesting. That's, that's cute. So, so cute. Um, so yeah, classic range of cabs and some you know more modern ones with the two twelve as well, which is very popular now. Um, yeah, cool. Um, Question: Yes, do we have price? Aha, ha 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 ha! Well, I thought you would ask that, Chris, and so I've not looked it up. So should we find out? Um, yes, because this the... really because this the, looking at like the the higher end one, that twelve hundred watt one. Um. If it's too expensive, it's going to blow itself out of the market. I'm going to blow myself the most expensive, out of the market. How much is... So the Dark Glass AO900 is about 1,200 quid. Okay. No. So I, I have the price. Okay. Uh, how much do you think the 1,200 watt version is? 1,500 pounds. From guitar, 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 right now, is 1,000 pounds. Not bad at all. That, I think that's really good. So that's really lot, good. A lot of the time, and this honestly, if inflation has affected a lot of things, but I feel like bass amps kind of have stayed it's weirdly similar. I think it's like, because they know we don't have any money. <laughs> they're like, we can't afford to to put the price up because they will not buy it. But also, um, I think it depends on everyone else because I believe, like, I I can the only class D amp I own or have owned is an AO nine hundred. Yeah. And I think the 12 or 14. I think really? the 1200. And that does everything this does. So very, very roughly in Class D world, um, it, it's, then this isn't the case, but I always base it on one pound per watt. And so I think that's a good That's a good price. That's uh, not bad. Yeah, that doesn't work for a Class A or a valve amp, but it works no, no, for no, Class no. D. <laughs> 15 pounds for that Ashdown. Brilliant. Um, oh my god an Ampeg SVT for £100 <laughs> um, so like the 700 watt version is £789 so nearly okay. there and then the 300 close, watt though. version is 
450. So not Oof. quite, but it is that kind of realm of thinking. You can definitely get things around that price range. Yeah. So price-wise, I don't think these are too bad. Um, yeah, I don't, I, think I, was, ba- I don't think these are bad at all. I think no, that is a very, very good price for what I, that is. I would 100%. opt for the 700 watt version myself. Um, if I, I was to 12. get one of those. 12, 1200 water roonies. Nice. Yeah, I'd I'd go for that because then I will never not need a loud ramp. Yeah, true. True. Because my, my my AO900 is so loud. <laughs> like so loud. Yeah. And clean on my ad. Very if you run it on clean, it can literally go all the way up to like extremely loud with so much headroom. Yeah. And that's what you want at the end of yeah, the day. Yeah, it's not a bad amp at all. It's not bad. No. Um, I really want um, a new app that's coming out that we know about uh, in the in an 800 watt version. Um, and you would be absolutely correct, and so do I. Yes. Um, this one, uh, back to the Ampeg. Uh, the thing I don't like about this is how they've marketed it. Um, so I, sh- I shared a bit of this on my Instagram story at Johnny Dibble, go and follow. Uh, about these apps when they were released. Um, because, my God, the absolute heinous playing on the demos that they did oh for no. these. Oh, how bad is it? I'm not oh, no, no. seeing it. It's good playing. Yeah, that's, but... that's part of my problem. Like, okay. All right, so we, we're going to demonstrate this Ampeg Class D amp. What, oh, no. What, what genre should we get to play? I know. Let's get a fusion jazz tapping bass on a fan-fretted oh. ding wall. Like... It was, I'm not joking, it was pretty much that. Like, it was so niche of a demo. Uh, And so like, okay, here's how this um, bass amp sounds. And just like tapping or like ridiculous, ridiculous sound demos. Well, you know know why that's being done, don't you? It's because that gets views. Yeah, and I'm talking about it. doesn't demonstrate the products. It's like we were talking about this with... um, those couple of little bits of demos we did with with Ashdown because we were both saying to ourselves yeah. when we were filming them, I feel like this is like I'm not, is my playing like boring? Am I? <laughs> and then and then we realised, oh wait, no, it, we're demonstrating this is what it sounds like when you play a very normal bass part through this amp. Yeah, and that's as opposed what... to like mental like double thumb string skipping tapping and stuff. Honestly, like that is we joke and say totally average bass players at the start, but I kind of pride myself on being that sometimes yeah. in terms of a product demo um because makes sense. Yeah. Because it's what people want to hear. And it's not like obviously if I play if I'm incredible, anything I play is gonna sound good. You know, like let's hear what it sounds like that's actually gonna be useful. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking as a consumer. Um, I just think that's what's helpful. And the videos that, that Ampeg put out were just so unhelpful. And I was la- I was wetting myself with laughter watching them. Like, is this a joke? Yeah. Like, this is ridiculous. Um, so Ampeg, send them my way, please. Or I, will, I will play badly through your amps, okay? And I will play worse. <laughs> um, that Johnny is... will probably play in time. I will play in tune. Who wants that? Exactly. Who wants that? Um, let's move on. Chris, it's our last piece. Oh, no, it's not our last piece. Sorry. No, we're nearly got, there, though. We're nearly there. Um, I haven't got the tab up for this one, though, but we'll be quick about this one. Oh, we'll just, okay. Uh, if I'm not going to share my screen for this one. Here we go. Oh, um, well, hello. We need to talk quickly about the 
breaking, breaking news from Fender, uh, and that is the release of their Tone Master Pro. Uh, so they took the internet by storm by announcing, just, just like dropping it on the internet, uh, that they have done a profiler, you know, a profiler, that word, modeler, modeler. Yeah, modeling unit, profiler. Um, I mean, but it doesn't do profiles though. No. So it's a so it's a model. That's the word I was looking for. Um, so stepping on the toes of you know uh, the Line Six Helix and, and in similar realms to the although not profiling of like Kemper and yeah, yeah, Cort- yeah. Cortex. It's very much that one all in one on the floor it's, type it's unit. It's that genre of in of um, piece of equipment. Yes, and uh, yeah, I was super excited about this. I was like, yeah, look, oh my god, yes, they've done it. They've brought one out. It looks super clean, super easy to use. Amazing. No base. No base. No, nothing. No base. I'm so offended by this. Big thumbs okay. down from Danny Sparko. <laughs> no, he'd love it. He'd be like, let's hear it on base. And then just cycle through. Just top five base, top five base presets. Uh, cycling through. No, no. And if anyone, no, if no. anyone thinks this is a mockery of him, by the way, it's not. Because I really like his videos, and it's nice to have a fellow northerner talk about this. Well, why don't you guys hear start your own podcast, okay? Well, well, what mine do? In pocket. In pocket, where we talk about bass. Talk about bass and up mines and how manufacture <laughs> ruined everything. Gravy. Uh, Macra. Sorry, Danny. We'll, we'll have you on. We'd like, we, we'd yeah, we'll gladly have you, have you on. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about this pile of garbage. I mean, the yeah, Tone I Master mean, there's, there's not much to say, really, is there? It's, it's, um, it what the costs hell? more quad cortex, I think. Yeah, which and is... And it's just not as good. And everyone I know who's tried both has gone. Now, the quad cortex gets ragged on a third bit online. But that's not... But it, get, it gets ragged on because there are a lot of features that they said was going to come out at launch and didn't. Yeah. It's only real, really now. The st- so well over two years later, they've just brought out the editor, the desktop editor for the unit. I can't believe lo- that. I know, I know, I know. But the the desktop editor is 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 a very different desktop editor compared to like the Kemper's desktop editor. It's oh, a garbage. lot better. The Kemper's one, the Kemper one's awful, but, terrible um, to use. And they've they, they've just been starting speaking about plugin integration, and they they're integrating it a, a lot better than I thought they were going to do. So I bet you didn't know this, Johnny Dibble. Um, what you can do is with the Quad Cortex when the integration is released. Let's pretend you own the Pliny plugin, for example. Now the Pliny plugin come that's hard to say comes with like three different amps, four different pedals, whatever. If you own the plugin, you can drop an individual pedal from the plugin into the chain on the quad cortex. So it's not what I thought it was going to be, where you can just boot up the plugin and use the plugin and that's it on the unit. You can take individual components from the actual um, full plugin and just drop them into any part of your signal. So I've got like the B7K uh, the Dark Glass Ultra plugin already. So my understanding is I can just lift the Vintage Ultra from that and drop it in front of an amp inside the Quad Cortex. That's, that's cool. That's cool. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about. This Fender thing does not interest me 
at all. There isn't even a Fender Bassman in it. And that's one of the most iconic guitar amps of all time. And it's not in there. Chronic. Chronic. They must be doing an, uh, an update or down the line another version. Oh, the, no, there will be. And also, I, I know people who know people. And whoa. I, yes, that's it. Thank you. Um, and I hear some of the testing for the new Tone Master was someone brought a quad cortex into the office and they basically went, what's good about this? Let's nick it. Nobody I mean, sue me because that's a rumour. I'm not saying that's true. I, like, I, I don't even doubt that for a second. You know, like, it's literally it, a case of, I heard from a friend of a friend that that unit was a 10 out of 10. I mean, that is just... Just market research the other day, isn't it? Like, yeah, I mean, is, I guess, is yeah, our, when you think about our it, competitors, yeah. what can yeah. we do that is our own spin on this? You yeah, know, essentially, that's what most things are. So I, that doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah, boo, essentially, boo. Um, let's end on a light note, shall we? Yes. Um, oh, I've got to learn how to share my screen again now. This is a disaster. This is a good Chris, one, though. Chris, this is a good one. Don't let me do this. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you do uh, what. Uh, sharing screen duties, I think. I think this needs to be you. Oof. Here we go. Um, good things. Uh, Chris, you're a big fan of uh, our Frank Bellow, aren't you? I am a big fan of Frank Bellow. I think he's, he's a very, very good player. Got a beautiful bass uh, signature from Charvel, and now he has a... Uh, oh, I'm hesitant to use the word beautiful, but he now has a signature pedal from the legends over at Tech 21. Uh, famous for the Sans app. He's got his own version of a Sans app. Uh, it's essentially a drive pedal uh, for Frank Bello. Uh, very, very cool. I Have you heard this yet? Uh, yeah, I watched some of the demo videos on the uh, Tech 21 website earlier today. Uh, it sounds really good. Um, have you listened to it? I heard like a handful of notes and went, yeah, sounds good. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I, I, it was quite quick, but... Um, it sounded really good. When you turn it on normally, it's got that kind of like sans ampy sound. We know we know what that is. Um, you know, the guy who was demoing it was playing like a J-style bass with a pick, you know, like proper aggressive. I mean, Frank Bello is primarily a, a finger-style player, uh. but he can't half-bonk a bass, I'll tell you that. Um, well, um, and yeah, when they stuck the drive on, it sounded great. Yeah. It's also, it's different to, I originally thought, because the, obviously the other signature model Sans Amp is the Geddy Lee one. There's also yeah. a Billy Sheehan one. Have I got that That's right? right. Yeah. yeah. And, and neither of those critic. sound like this and vice versa, which I That's thought was quite good. good. That's good. Because it is a Sans Amp that's been tweaked essentially, isn't it? Or like the yeah, drive. It just, drive it, just sounded, it just sounded like a Sans Amp. But imagine you've stuck like a, I don't know, like... um what's kind of like a really aggressive mid-rangey bass drive pedal you know like a vintage microtubes or a uh vintage microtubes that, that kind of thing see that's kind of the like the thing that i like because i love i love you know i love a sans amp i love the sans amp a classic one um but i do, i'm not huge on sans amp drive like when you turn the drive up yeah on it, uh, yeah i know and it, do it doesn't really do what you want does it well, no, i don't no. think it doesn't do what i want but this no. does this does really and good. that's what i that's what i want and that's because i had the i've had a couple of the doug pinnock pedals uh the first time i had it i was like this drive sounds really cool 
but I wish it was kind of when it was when it was clean, it was the Sans amp. I want the Sans amp yeah, sound yeah, and then with that yeah. drive sound on top. And I feel like that's what these other signature pedals kind of go after. They're like, I'm a long time Sans amp user. I want it to do this, you know, and I want my drive sound to be built yeah. into it. So yeah, I'm definitely yeah. gonna go away and listen to this a bit more. Um, I can definitely see myself um playing through one of these. Um sometimes me too. I'll look at sometimes I'll look at a pedal and be like, Yeah, I can, I bet that sounds good. <laughs> and I just know that this one will. Um although it, it's not the prettiest of pedals, I don't think. Um it's, it's okay. Yeah, I mean it's, I don't I I don't I don't dislike it. No, I, I don't te- love it, but I don't look at it and go, ooh. I think Tech Twenty One have a bit of a branding problem. Um You think? <laughs> uh they're like, come on, like what what is this? Who who's done this? Uh so it's what is this? Come on. Uh, I I do graphic design and um some web design in my job. <laughs> and, and so some things piss me off. Um, yeah. and that's pissed me off. But here we here, here we go. Tech 21, I love you nonetheless. I think you're fantastic. Um I love what you do. So uh I would love to try one. Um so yeah, that would be very, very cool indeed. Um, that, Chris, we've been going for well over an hour now. Can you believe? Um, not that, not as long as I thought this would take. Really? To be honest with you. Well, I thought I was like, you know, half hour episode, so easy. Bang, 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 done. But you know, well, no, but we had a lot of new. Like I, I was, I was in my head. I was thinking this is going to be like a two-hour episode. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. well, we've done. I was very mentally well. prepared for this. I take it back. We've done so well. I had to take my jacket off. It got so hot. Of all this hot and spicy, fresh news. Um, so that brings us to the end. Uh, let us know in the comment down below or on our individual Instagrams what you think is your favourite bit of news out of this. Um, love to hear your thoughts on. Yeah, all the stuff we've spoken about today and what you're most excited about uh, in the future. Um, if you at home want to get involved in any future episodes, ask us questions or just keep up to date with the latest things, all the latest things in the pocket, then please, please, please go ahead and follow us on Instagram at in the pocket pod. That's where we're kind of most active at the moment, if not here on YouTube. Um, if you're not watching on YouTube, what are you doing? Uh, it's much more enjoyable. You should come and see our faces. They're they're not too ugly. We swear. Um, so yeah, subscribe to us on YouTube for youtube.com forward slash in the pocket podcast. I, th- I think it is. I'm good at this job. Okay. Um, and then yeah, please subscribe and rate us five stars on your listening platform of choice. It really, really helps us out. Uh, something to do with algorithms to boost it out to more people, like-minded, low-end legends, you know, that want to listen to this podcast. So please, please do so. Um, Chris, where can people find you on the on the internet? You can find me quite literally everywhere under that guy on base. Uh, please consider listening to my band, Dala. I've plugged them every single episode. Uh, we have an EP coming out called Human Nature, which is out real soon. Uh, I should probably double check when the date is, but it is soon and there may be more songs on the way. Also, I think it's worth saying if the, if anyone has any suggestions for future guests for the podcast, don't let us know, let them know, you know, reach out, reach out to those people that you Smart. like speaking to, you know, tag, you know, tag, tag us in the comments on the posts, get in touch, reach out to them and say, 
hey, could, do you want to come? You should go on this podcast that I like. Don't message us because they don't talk to us. We wish they did, but they don't. We're trying. Yeah, that, that is fantastic ideas all around, I think. You know, we want to get more and more really cool people on here to we really have do. Really cool conversations. We're sick of each other. We're sick Absol- of each other. Absolutely. We, need, we have run out of things to say. We need a third person in this relationship, honestly. The sex we is need a really stale. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll leave it there, shall we? Uh, you can follow me on uh, YouTube and Instagram uh, forward slash and at Johnny Dibble. So please go and do that. Bye weekly, weekly based content that you can find on there. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Once again, everyone, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.